Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. We're going to bring Kurt Hill in momentarily. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. I just want to bang off a couple texts on our Westlock Ford text line. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Respectfully, Mr. Shannon, this is the 18th season of the new millennium. Various versions of ownership, management, and coaching. And this team has made the playoffs four times during that time frame. We, the fans, are marathon specialists. That one is signed Dino. And this text comes in from Clint. He says, Bob, you did not look impressed with Gene Principe's choice of pizza in Gothenburg. Well, that's because it had puffin in it. And I'm sorry, man, but uh, there ain't no happy feet when you're eating penguins and puffins. So I drew the line there. I kind of thought that was a gross choice. Maybe it's just me. I don't know how many of... uh, That's a text uh, text question. You can text us at 630-630. What is the weirdest thing you've ever had on pizza before? I can ask Kurt Hill that right now, the GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Kurt, how you doing? (laughs) I'm doing well, Bob. How you doing? Good. Uh, I mean, you were in university for a while. I think you played four uh, four years. At, what was that school that upset Alberta again in the uh, 2013 University Cup? Stole that game when the Bears hit four or five goalposts? Oh, Waterloo. Waterloo, yeah. Not that we've uh, <laughs> discussed that. If you So what is the weirdest thing you've ever had on pizza? Can you recall off the top of your head? You know, I can't. I know that uh, when I was in university, we would, there were some guys on the team that would get gummy bears on their pizza. It was, I don't know why they would do that, but it was something that was offered at some of those uh, university pizza shops at Waterloo. You get all kinds of things, and that was one thing I do distinctly remember having. Gummy bears. How? How did you? So how was it? You know, it didn't didn't add much. Like almost like having a pineapple on there a little bit, a little bit of uh, sweetness to it. So it wasn't terrible, but wouldn't be something I'm running back to do. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, the uh, the the puffin did not do it for me in Sweden. Like it just was like <laughs> it was one little. And I, you know, I can pretty much, you know, and probably doesn't surprise you based on my current build, which uh, you know I'm not exactly proud of these days. But uh, the fact of the matter is, there's not a lot I say no to in that regard. But that was that was out there. All right, uh, you guys are on the toughest. You know what? The Edmonton Oilers are on their toughest road trip of the year. The Edmonton Oil Kings are on the toughest road trip of the year. You started the season, Kurt, five and zero. You've 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 been in every hockey game all season, but you have had a couple losses here on this extended uh, uh, BC slash US uh, trip. So, educator listeners here, and some of the challenges you guys are going through right now, coming off a, a loss last night against Bob Torrey's Tri City Americans. Oh, you know, some of the, some of the games here, we just haven't had the greatest starts in the games. Last night, we get down three, not take five minutes into the game, and uh, we all know when you're playing on the road and some of these some of these buildings down here, especially in the U.S., with having a young team coming down here, it's um, you know they're a little they're a little bit in awe when they start the games. It's a new environment for all of them, and it's a 
predominantly a, a tough trip that teams have had year after year coming down here. So anytime you're, you're getting yourself behind the eight ball to start the game, it's, you're putting yourself in a tough position. I give our guys a lot of credit last night for, for battling back and, and tying that game. And, um, you know, when you're coming back from that far down, it's, it's tough. And eventually what happened last night is they, we had a lot of pressure on them to come back and score one. And then um, we're chasing the game all night. So, I think it's uh, our starts, dressing with our group, how critical our starts are, and that's going to be the key here tonight. Um, and Portland coming off playing last night and a team that's rested here. Yeah, Portland has, uh, Kurt, they got, they've always had a lot of talent here over the last eight, ten years under Bill Gallagher's ownership. Uh, they seem to get a disproportionate amount of American players uh, committed to going there, uh, which, hey, you know that you, you, the job is to get the best possible players you can, and they've they've, they've had that ability. And I, I think they're a better team than they were last uh, season, so it's going to be a challenge. But just just to recall here, you, you guys lost in Kootenay, but uh, did you get a point? Was that a shootout loss? I think in Kootenay, actually battled back in that one, had a close game, and spoke like you have been in every hockey game so far this year. And after the last two years with the club, where they were out of it and finished basically, I think twentieth and twenty first, uh, it's it's got to be fairly rewarding for you and uh, head coach Brad Lauer to see you know, the progression that you've seen, even though you're, you're coming off a couple losses, just the fact that you're in virtually every game so far. Oh, for sure. You know, it's, uh, we're optimistic. It's one of those things. Our team are scoring goals. I mean, it's, it's uh, being a little bit more responsible defensively right now. And um, you know, we know we're a young group. There's a learning curve, and, and our guys learning how to how to win hockey games or play games on the road. And, and and, you know, maybe not try to go out in the third period and win a game 6-3, but uh, and then have one all the back of your net right away and you're chasing the whole third period. So it's just some of those maturity things that uh, we're working with our group on. But, um, you know, when, when you look at the shot clock every night, we're out shooting teams or we're right there with them on the road. And the other night, Spokane, our guys had a very, very good game. And, uh, you know, it's one of those games where it just the puck didn't go in for us in the third period. But again, another game that we were chasing, and it's just we got to start playing with leads here. And uh, I think uh, our guys understand that, bro. Uh, what's in, I mean, Trey Fuchs, Wolanski, uh, Kurt has got five goals and fifteen points in nine games. Uh, you know, your twenty-year-old uh, uh, Vince uh, Lashavio has—is uh, that the proper pronunciation? Did I get that? Uh, he's up to seven goals, eleven points in nine games. But Brent Kemp was picked up a couple of years ago in a big trade, and it looks like he's taken a step forward here at the start of the year. Yeah, Brett, he's been great to start the season. I mean, he's playing that second line. Center role where we're really our top two. You can flip them any night on who's your, who's your top line there. We have we feel like all four of our lines are solid. But, but Brett's been good. He's taken a step. His speed's improved. And, you know, with him, I think last year, the consistency was consistent the, the night in, night out. But uh, he's been quite consistent this year and has taken more of a leadership step with our group and a guy that really can can provide a lot of offense. So we're, we've been optimistic with where he's at so far this year. Um we we expect big things from him to continue with the season as well. Uh, how's Jake Neighbors coming along? He was the first uh, number four overall pick in the WHL Bantam Draft in 2017. You know, Jake's been he's been good. He's been having a good season. I mean, first a first year player in the league, a road trip like this can be a little bit daunting. But he's been he's been one of our better players in the trip so far, and he's been. You know, I thought maybe the first weekend of the season he was he was a little bit kind of maybe a little starstruck or a little bit just kind of feeling out a little bit but ever since then he's he's been exceptional for us somebody that uh, is very reliable out there can play in all situations whether that's playing on the power play or the NHL 
at the end of the game. So it's the maturity with him is is far progressed, and uh, you know he's one of our guys in our team too. That's not not afraid to get into a guy and, and finish his checks when he has to. So no, we've been happy with him, and just you know for for our younger guys, it's just continuing to do the good things and creating good habits um, every game. We're joined by Kurt Hill. He's the president and general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. It's 141 in Edmonton. Kurt, uh, the numbers say it all. Will Warm, five games played. Matthew Robertson, who is in his draft year, six games played. What's going on with those two guys? Yeah, I know. It's, uh, well, Will is uh, an unfortunate, so just a bit of a freak accident in our game in Calgary, and uh, he's going to be out long term. We don't expect to see probably Will back until I'm going to probably guess maybe just before Christmas, but probably probably right after Christmas is when he would probably be able to go again. Um, and then Matthew, Matthew just. Just a day-to-day injury. We expect him to be back uh, potentially this weekend, if not uh, next Friday, when we host uh, Red Deer at home. So, uh, yeah, it's tough when you're, you're missing two of your two of your solid D contributors on your team. Obviously, Matthew being how highly ranked he is and what he brings to our group and Will, veteran presence, who's been around the league. And you miss a, a guy like Will is a guy that would come very much handy on a triple test. A guy who's probably played in these buildings before understands what you got to do to win on the road. You know, so we're missing a little bit of that right now. But uh, I tell our young guys, uh, Dohaniak and Loss, and they get to play every night now, and uh, they're getting an opportunity to prove themselves as well. So invaluable experience for those young guys to get into these games right now. And, uh, it gives our other four guys an opportunity to step up and um, play bigger roles, whether that's more minutes on the power play or in different situations of the penalty so that they don't predominantly see themselves in. So, yeah, it's tough losing two of your D, and, uh, but something we're working through as a group every team goes through it and it's just the nature of it right now for us Curtin, i don't know if there's a market out there for this type of player but you've got an open 20 year old spot and i know that uh you know i'm going to assume you guys were kicking tires on a maybe a 20 year old d in the off season but given the length of term of injury with will warm is there is there a guy like that out there or is it too early for teams to sit there and say hey we're probably out of it here we're going to move a 20 year old defenseman yeah, I think it's it's probably a little early for that right now. I think it's kind of just being patient and seeing seeing what's out there. And for our group, you know, it's right now it's got to be the it's got to be someone who makes sense for us to it to bring a twenty year old in. That you know, it's got to be a pretty quality person that's going to uh, continue to improve our culture and create good habits for our young players. So, I mean, it's it's one thing to just bring a twenty year old in to get in the lineup every night, but right now. Um, that 20-year-old hasn't presented himself to us, and we're very fortunate to have very good young players who we're comfortable playing every night. And those 16-year-old and 17-year-old players that are in our lineup are guys that uh, we want to continue to build with. And, and getting those guys games and experience right now is, um, you know, that's something that we'll be never taken away from them, and I think will be beneficial to us as the years kind of continue to progress here. Well, what- one of the guys, Kurt, that has stepped up for you, made a subtle little trade with Swift Current, got Jackson Alexander out of there. He's a left shot. Uh, see a left shot? I'm pretty sure he's a left shot defenseman. Uh, a little bit undersized, around 5'10", probably about 175 pounds. He is one of the draft-eligible guys. We've already talked about the fact Matt Robertson expected to go in the top 20. Uh, you've got uh, the number two overall pick in the European draft, uh, Vladimir Alistroff, uh, who's uh, draft-eligible this year. And then the other 
other kid is David Cope, who's a six foot four uh, right wing that hasn't really filled out yet. Maybe just a thought on uh, those four kids. And, and I mean, you, you talked already, I guess, uh, uh, about uh, you know about Matt Robertson, but just a comment on Alexander and then Alistrov and Cope in terms of how they're uh, going right now. Yeah, well, Alexander with the two D injuries. I mean, he's play. He's playing significant minutes for us right now. He was exceptional last night. Scored a great goal. Obviously, not jump to the point. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a very steady player. He's not going to. He's not going to completely wow you with the things offensively. But he he's just a complete, solid, all around player that that doesn't doesn't get you in trouble at the end of the game on a couple points. So it's. Uh, we've been very pleased with where he's come. I think with him too. At the start of the season, it was just getting to getting to know the guys he's playing with and getting to know the system a bit. So he's progressed nicely. Uh, David Cope, he's played in our top line all of the year with Trey and, and Vince Lasciavo there. So he's been good. Um, consistency still needs to get get a little bit better. But uh, a guy whose first year in the league was last year, and uh, right now he, he on this trip he's been he's been just okay on this trip. But it's tough for those guys. It's your first time down here again, so keeping that in the back of our minds. But a big guy who's still growing into his body and has provided us with some offense this year. And uh, Alistair, um, again, I told I told a lot of people when he came over. I mean, he doesn't speak English. He's learning every day. He's getting more comfortable being here in Canada in the U.S. And uh, you know, he has games where he's exceptional and is the best sport on the ice some nights. And he has games where it can be a little bit more difficult for us. So. I think it's one of those things, just getting him comfortable. And uh, we expected that it might take him half a season before he really finds that consistency and, and starts really putting the puck in the net more consistent. Kurt, good luck in Portland. I'm going to hazard a guess that this is going to be one of your three toughest games of the year. I, I just uh, you're playing second of a back to back. You're on an extended trip. You're down a couple of your top defensemen. Uh, you, you know you're you're trying to turn things around a bit. You guys might find a bit about yourself out tonight in terms of uh, whether I can stay with them because they're they're going pretty good. They can score when they want. So thanks for your time, Kurt. Best of luck. Thanks, Bob. You bet. One forty-seven in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 150 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For many locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza is still making a great Stoffer recommendation. Mediterranean chicken. Let's get to our conversation with Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. So, Darnell, uh, it was what it was. It was a tough opening game, uh, which doesn't, uh, but to say the least. So, how do you how do you weigh that and the experience that you had in that game? And you know, you guys had so many positives occur during the course of the preseason, and not allow it to become too much of a negative out of the gate for your group. Yeah, there's 81 games left. I think uh, it's the approach, definitely the approach I'm taking. I know I can be a lot better on the ice, and uh, so it starts you know, for myself. It starts with me, and then just uh, again back to my game here in Boston. It's nice to get back uh, back over North America and you know, just play. Just put that in the past. I think, uh, like I said, nothing can be happy about it in, uh, in any way. And, uh, just got to use that as a little bit of motivation coming into Thursday. You, uh, like to me, you watching the game, I, I, I had some empathy for the defensemen because it looked like you guys were meeting a stick and, and their forwards were hunting a bit. I mean, they got a, they had a quick team and they were able to kind of get in and, and a bit. Did, that, did the, did the four 
Vercheck surprise you guys? Was it uh, lack of alertness on your guys' part? You guys were a little sleepy in stages. What exactly do you think it was? Yeah, they're hungrier than us. I think at the end of the day, it's, you chalk it up to that. We could do as many X's and O's and, and put as many plays as one on the board. If we're not coming out hungrier than the other team, uh, we're not going to get anything done. So, um, no, our compete level's got to come up. Our hunger's got to come up. And um, like I said, uh, as, a, as a player individually, I know I, I need to do that too. All right, so you move forward. How are you finding your body clock adjustments getting back to North America? It's nice. feels like uh, East Coast time. Right back at home. So, um, yeah, it's good to be back in North America. And uh, We had a hell of a trip in, in, in Europe and a lot of fun, but uh, it's good to be back over here. It'll be nice Thursday just to kind of get back into that routine of playing almost every other night. And can you maybe go further down that path? Just the fact that you go from, you know, basically playing two games in a week in two different continents. you do got to get back at it here and get in sort of to a regular uh, routine moving forward. Yeah, you get moving forward, you get into your regular routine uh, really till, you know, till the next break. So you're, you're back in it for three months. So, um, like I said, we we got to get uh, ready for this, this matchup Thursday. I'm, I'm excited to uh, get back on this just play. When you have a game like that, are you better? I mean, I think it's one thing for goaltenders, but I'm not sold it's the other way for players. Uh, are you better off to forget what happened and chalk it up, or do you learn from what happened and chalked it up? No, I think, no, and uh, no, it's a little bit of both. I mean, you uh, you go back, watch the film, see what you did wrong, and then park it. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, that my, like, my, all I can do is really talk about myself in that game because I wasn't happy with my game at all, but uh, I go back and watch it. I mean, that's not, that's not really the way I play, so uh, I'm looking forward to just going out and playing on that Thursday. When you look at a, a Zidane Ochar and the length of career that he has had, uh, and by the way, you were more progressive early in your career than he was to that point. But do you just marvel at how long he's been that good? Well, he's a machine. You know, um, you see, you see, and you talk to guys that play with him. Obviously, Luch, Luch played with him for a long time. Um, he's a machine. Each every each every summer, he's taking care of his body. During the during the season, he does the little things that he needs to do to you know um, lengthen your career. And then it's a, it's a great example for guys uh, coming into the league, guys early on in their careers um, of, of what it takes to really not only get into the league but to stay in the league for for a long, long time. Darnell, thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. All right, uh, that's Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers and the Boston Bruins tomorrow. Uh, we will have uh, some comments from Zdeno Chara and Connor McDavid coming up on uh, tomorrow's show, along with Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, uh, live uh, harness racing Friday nights and Saturday days at Northlands Park, and also tomorrow, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, Brian Burke on Thursday's edition of Orders Now. Two, this day in Orders history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. On this day in 1979, the Orders, what happened, Brendan Escott? You almost stepped on my toes there. The Oilers played their first NHL game, Bob. They lost 4-2 in Chicago. Kevin Lowe and Dave Hunter scored for the Oilers. Now, do you recall who got in the first fight? 
I was far from being on this earth at that point. So, no. Well, yeah. It's uh, Kevin Lowe and Grant Alvey got into it, and uh, Lee Fogelin jumped in there as well. But, yeah, Kevin Lowe got credit for the first goal. There might be a guy by the name of Wayne from the Edmonton operation that may have actually tipped a bit of that shot. We're not sure yet. Uh, all these years later, who knows? But uh, Kevin Lowe credited with scoring the first goal in Oilers history. Uh, that is uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, uh, hey, we've got trips coming up to Los Vegas and Nashville. Uh, visit newwesttravel.com. That wraps up the, what day is it today? Wednesday. Wednesday edition of Orders Now. We'll have a full preview of tomorrow's game. Again, Brian Burke, courtesy of the Canadian Power Pack, and Mark Spector for Horse Race in Alberta on the Thursday edition of Orders Now. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. A reminder at 6 o'clock tonight, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now here in Boston. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.